Hey guys, welcome back to Mommyhood Redeemed. I'm here with my good friend Vanessa. Hey guys. And we are so excited to jump in today's topic, worry. Both rational and irrational fears seem to plague all mamas from one time to another, probably more often than not. And in an age of social media, we become even more exposed to the sin curse world we live in, and it leads us to worrying about things we probably wouldn't have had we not had the knowledge of so many evils around us. I think for moms, this topic is one that we can all definitely benefit learning from as to what the Bible really has to say about it. And most likely, I'm sure as with us, it's something that each of us struggle with to varying degrees. It's almost like when you become a mom, it gives you some entitlement to worry. It's like you can't have one without the other. But as Christian mamas, we recognize quickly that all that worry really isn't right. It's sinful. And it leads us down a path of distrusting a good and faithful father. So according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, worry is defined as a state of anxiety and uncertainty over actual or potential problems. It is unusual, excessive thoughts or anxieties of a current or future event and its outcome, or to fret. The Bible itself talks about worry quite a bit, and God himself took the time to address the issue on many occasions. So we can be sure that it is a sinful condition of the fallen human heart and that God cares deeply about it for him to talk about it so much in scripture. And he desires for us as Christians to really think correctly about what it is. He wants us to realize and recognize that worry is not of him. And even more, a believer who worries reflects poorly on God himself. So let's face it. Worry is a temptation for every single human being, male and female, Christian and non-Christian. John MacArthur once said that worry is, quote, absolutely contrary to the Christian faith, end quote. Think about that for a second. They don't go together. According to Jesus in Matthew 6, if you worry, you have little faith. MacArthur went on to say in that same quote, think about it this way. Christians who worry believe God can redeem them. They believe that he can break the shackles of Satan. He can take them from hell to heaven. He can put them into his kingdom and give them eternal life. But they don't think that he can get them through the next couple of days. It's pretty ridiculous, isn't it? That we can believe God for the greater gift and then stumble and not believe him for the lesser one. It really reveals an embarrassing lack of faith. It's pretty convicting, but it's absolutely the truth. You see, we've one of those respectable sins, something that we don't really call sin, something we just push off to the side, excuse, and often just justify. And this really is just absolutely wrong. And it terribly reflects the character of the God in whom we claim to love, trust, and follow. So, How does worry manifest itself in our day-to-day mothering? We may worry at real-life circumstances we face, a sickness that plagues our family or a child, ourselves, maybe infertility, a rough pregnancy, marital issues, a wayward child, financial problems, the list goes on. Those are all real things. And then we might worry about the what-ifs, car accidents, cancer, lost jobs, unsaved kids, an unfaithful spouse, natural disasters, and again, the list goes on. So whether it's a real 
intangible issue that we're facing or something that we're just imagining in our minds, worry is worry and worry is sin. As many of you have probably heard in previous podcasts or seen on our posts, um, I have been, I think, pretty honest with my struggle with my desire to be in control, which I am not in control. And Hmm. God graciously has reminded me of this quite often. And I really think having kids is a daily lesson in this truth that I cannot control their future. I cannot control their health. I cannot control their salvation or their behavior. Nothing. Um, obviously there are proactive steps we can take as mamas, you know, to point our kids to Christ, to protect them, to keep them healthy, away from harm, to train them to be obedient, etc. But at the end of the day, you're not in control of their hearts and you're not in control of the length of their life. And only Christ is, and he's the only one that can really do a work in them. I often worry and struggle about, um, a lot of unrealistic things, things that I just imagined in my mind and things that. I really don't have control over. Uh, what I really, I guess, mean by that is I worry about the what ifs, not so much uh, struggle with really what's going on in the here and now. Or if it is the here and now, I take it to like the worst case scenario. I'm often tempted to let my mind wander into those what ifs. What if they die in a car accident? What if they don't love Jesus? What if one of them gets juvenile diabetes or cancer? And the list goes on. I have found myself more often than not, if um, I am not diligent to fight that temptation to really go down a a really bad path. But if I fight the temptation to worry right away, head on with scripture, I have victory by replacing those thoughts with right and true ones. And God really is faithful to just redeem that. And we have to, as mamas, not let our minds go astray. We have to be really sensitive to the temptation that there is to worry about those unrealistic realities that aren't real for us right now and to trust that whatever the Lord has for us in this life, he's going to supply the grace when the time comes. Oh, that's so good. It's so true. And we wanted to talk about three reasons in specific why worry is sinful and really unhelpful to us as Christians and mamas. So first, um, worry poorly reflects our Christian faith. A mother who worries shows her children a mother that does not trust God. A Christian woman who worries reflects a woman to the unbelieving world that does not believe in the very God of the Bible. We need to recognize how serious this is. We need to be students of the word. We need to know our God inside and out. And the more we come to know him and his character, the harder it is going to be to fall prey to that temptation to worry. And uh, John MacArthur says, uh, when you worry, you are not trusting your heavenly father. That means you don't know him well enough. Take heart. There's an effective remedy. Study the word of God to find out who he really is and how he has supplied the needs of his people in the past. What will build confidence for the future? Or sorry, that will build confidence for the future. Stay fresh in the word every day so that God is in your mind. Otherwise, Satan is apt to move into the vacuum and tempt you to worry about something. Let God's track record in scripture and in your own life assure you that worry is needless because of God's bounty, senseless because of God's promise, useless because of its importance to do anything productive, and faithless because it is characteristic of unbelievers. And that is so true. And second, worry is evidence 
that you are trusting in your circumstance and not in your God. Jesus wants you to realize that he saved you from your sins. He gave you victory over sin and death. He wants you to know that if he can handle your salvation, he can handle anything that comes your way. You are standing on the solid rock. You can't let anything shake that knowledge. You are living like an unbeliever who is uncertain of what is true and what is to come. That if things aren't going the way you expected and want them to, you know, false hopes and unmet expectations, then there's no hope. But you have hope in Christ. You have an anchor for the soul no matter what is going on. And our lives over here in our house are kind of in a season of waiting and on all on good things, but waiting itself can cause an extreme amount of worry. I don't know what's going to happen. So I naturally and sinfully fall into worry about what I don't, I don't actually know what may or may not happen. And just the fact that I am not in control, kind of like what Vanessa was talking about, it causes so much worry and anxiety in my heart. Instead of falling into the hands of an all-knowing, all-powerful, sovereign, and good God, I trust in what is or is not going to happen, and it can be a dark and ugly path. And before we share the last thing, I just wanted to mention really quickly that a lot of times, I think for both Lauren and I would agree, we really worry about um, circumstances that aren't real and are totally out of our control. And a lot of that, I think, has to do with this age of social media that we live in. We, uh, be, we start to invest ourselves in lives of people that we don't know, <laughs> or we start just, we see mm-hmm. things that people post about other people, and we just start to experience life with people um, and just see just the ugliness of sin and how it just has just broken this world, whether it's, you know, watching a family lose their kid in a car accident or a mom who has cancer or whatever it is. And then, you know, if we're not careful, we have to go down these, these dark paths that Lauren was talking about and start imagining, you know, ourselves in that situation or, you know, what if this happened to my child or what if this happened to me? And we have to make sure that we're taking all those thoughts captive immediately, that those thoughts of worry about our child you know, experiencing something that we're seeing happen to another child or our husband, you know, doing something that another husband does or whatever it might be. Those thoughts are not of the Lord. He's not putting those in our mind. And we need to remember that, you know, we can't pull grace forward. Um, My pastor always tells a story of Corey Ten Boom and how when uh, she was talking to her dad about something um, specifically about this, worrying about something and how, you know, I think it was during the Holocaust and what if something was going to happen? And her dad said, you know, she's thinking about the future. And her dad said, Corey, when do I give you the ticket before we get on the train? And she said, well, right before we get on the train. And he said, that's exactly like God. He gives us grace right when we need it. He's not Mm going to give it to us before he's going to give it to us in the moment. So Mm -hmm. we're not walking through those trials that other people are walking through. And so we don't understand how on earth we could walk through something like that, because guess what? We don't have the grace to walk through that right now. And if God calls us to walk through something like that, he's going to give us that grace Mm -hmm. that we need. So along the same lines, um, the last idea that we wanted to share is that Jesus said in Matthew 6, 34, Therefore, do not be anxious for tomorrow, for tomorrow will care for itself. 
each day has enough trouble of its own. He was saying, don't worry about the future. And that's the last point we wanted to share. Even though it's going to have its share of problems, they have a way of working themselves out and time. Deal with them as they come, for there's no way to solve them in advance. Providing for tomorrow is good, obviously. We should be planning and thinking about things, but worrying about tomorrow is sin because God is the God of tomorrow, just like he's the God of today and he was the God of yesterday. Lamentations 3.23 tells us that his mercies are new every morning and he feeds us like he fed the children of Israel with just enough manna for that day. So we need to really understand that God gives us strength one day at a time. He gives us what we need when we need it. He doesn't give us excess baggage. Um, John MacArthur said, perhaps your worst fear is how you'd handle a loved one's death. Let me assure you, he said, as a pastor who has kept watch over many Christians finding themselves in this situation, this is the attitude I must often encounter. It is so wonderful how God has sustained me. I naturally miss my beloved, but I feel such incredible strength and confidence and gladness in my heart that my loved one is with the Lord. God gives us his grace in the hour that we need it. If we worry about the future now, we double our pain without having the grace to deal with it. That's a powerful thing to think about. It's so unnecessary and really, really fruitless. So mm -hmm. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, according to Hebrews 13, 8. That means that he will be doing the same thing tomorrow that he was doing yesterday. So if we have any question about the future, we just have to look at the past. Did he sustain us then? Yeah. So don't worry. He's going to sustain us in the future. That's awesome. And so what can we do to combat worry in our lives, practically speaking? Well, as usual, be in the word. The more we know the character of our God, the more able we are to trust him and to believe in him and to combat those sinful thoughts with true thoughts. Take everything to prayer. In Philippians 4, 6 through 7, Paul exhorts us to be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the grace of God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Anytime you're tempted to worry, pray. Ask the Lord to give you peace, comfort, and true thoughts to combat that worry. And his spirit will. We have him inside of us, you guys. That's an amazing gift. And yeah. have accountability. So if you struggle with worry about certain things, real or not, have a friend or your spouse who you can turn to to share your struggles and anxious thoughts with. Someone who isn't going to pat you on the back and say, oh, that's okay, that's normal. But rather someone who, although may relate to you, will be able to lead you to truth in the word and comfort with that truth. Yes, that's so important. And I think oftentimes Lauren and I do this for each other. We'll mm -hmm. be struggling with something <laughs> to worry about. And even though we can relate to that, or maybe we can't, we are quick to remind each other just of God's faithfulness in our own lives and just all through scripture. So these are really just great practical ways to combat the real struggle of worry for the Christian and the Christian mama. It isn't a battle that we are going to win overnight and chances are that it's probably going to be something that we're going to struggle with until the day that we're fully redeemed and made new with Christ. But 
that shouldn't discourage us because we can grow and we can be refined in this area as we seek to grow and change. We can believe that our good and faithful God really is who he says he is in scripture. So thanks so much for listening today. We look forward to continuing on this journey with you all as we seek to redeem mommyhood every day for God's glory through the power of the gospel.